0: In the mandarian orange show i'm phil vecchio
1: and i'm janelle vecchio
0: this is the show that we are recording right now and that you are now listening to after the
1: fact i don't get it
0: people are listening to the show but it's not live I'm re- we're recording this
1: oh. you know
0: when we're talking to people like when we do this there's not someone listening immediately It goes through a whole audio process. We record it. Then I edit it. I put it into the form of the show. I put it out for everyone to listen to. And they hear it after the
1: fact. We did do a live, though, this weekend. We
0: did. There's a difference. I didn't know if you knew that. You know, like, how you love The Office a lot? Oh, my god! You know that's not happening right now.
1: I just was
0: confused for a sec. You know, like, Mike TV on, on Willy Wonka? That's fiction. That's not how it works.
1: Condescend much.
0: Yes, much.
1: <laughs> so, how is everybody?
0: Everybody's good.
1: Well, guys, we had a really good fight, and so we can't remember.
0: It is really a bummer. It wasn't like a fight we had, it was more a fight we observed.
1: We haven't done a fight since so long because we never fight.
0: And we both were like, we need to talk about this on the show. This is so good for fights.
1: Why don't we fight anymore? Because
0: we've been in the same house all this time. (laughs) No need to. We don't have to go and deal with other people.
1: Is that the problem? Yeah. Exterior factors? Yeah.
0: We like each other. It's just when we have to deal (laughs) with other people's nonsense that we fight. (sighs) I honestly can't remember. There was something... I don't know, there's different stuff I'm trying to remember. Like Matthew trying to get airport parking. No. Wasn't that, although that was hilarious because he didn't he thought he was gonna park in LAX and not book it ahead of time. Shout out to my brother Matthew there. (laughs) He did make it eventually, although we're yet to see if his car is still there when he gets back. Yeah.
1: We don't know if
0: pulled up up to a back alley and just dropped it off with some strangers. (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember. Was it from some TikTok we saw and we're like, oh, we should talk about that? Was it an observation at the grocery store? Although I don't think I went to the grocery store this week. You didn't this
1: week. I went.
0: Was it something you saw at the grocery store?
1: (sighs) No. I did go to a new grocery store this week because I had to go to the dentist. And they opened a new grocery store out by the dentist. It was, like, the lap of luxury.
0: But they didn't have light bulbs.
1: They didn't have light bulbs. But they had a sushi bar, a fruit and v- fresh cut veggie bar, and, like, full service deli, huge bakery. It was pretty fancy.
0: But I don't understand how they can have an entire grocery store and not have, like, a houseware section.
1: No, I even, like, asked the, the employee. I'm, like... Where's your light bulbs? He's like, we don't have light bulbs. I was like, really? No hardware? No hardware? No mm-hmm. nails? There's always
0: an aisle of that.
1: But this was weird because, you know, usually there's a whole side of an aisle that has, like, stationary, like, pens, pencils. Yeah. Just an end cap. Like, mm. And a tiny one. Weird. So. But weird that's not story. what the fight was. No.
0: What we observed some kind of a fight or some kind of a disagreement or something I don't even know if the people fought but we're like this would be a good thing to talk about in fights
1: will we ever remember
0: I don't know I don't
1: know nobody on here is gonna know what we're no
0: it's it's futile there's no way to remember there's nothing worse than having something and you can like like I can just kind I of picture the conversation it. I can feel I know if you remembered it I would go yes that was it. But I can't remember it.
1: You were standing by the, s- the kitchen when you said it.
0: I was? Mm-hmm. You were here? Yeah. Was it about cooking? But it was something we saw someone else do. Like, it wasn't a thing that happened between us. No. We observed, like, either read about or heard or saw someone else do something. And then that's what we thought would be going mm-hmm. to talk about. Well, that's all futile because we have no idea.
1: So, we're going to talk about the news. The news. So, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you listen to our podcast. We would surely appreciate it. Two episodes ago, we gave you sentence frames to help you.
0: You know, to be fair, I haven't checked to see if anyone's actually done it yet. Well, should we? Well, I don't see a new one on Apple Podcasts, but I also came across something. Maybe I just don't know how to look. But We always ask people to rate and review on, like, the other things, and I don't see how you do that.
1: Can you even can rate it? Can you even
0: review? rate it? I know you can on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I don't know where else you can do it. But if nothing else, you could, like, make a post on Facebook and tag us in it and say a review. Like, just mm-hmm. write it out, and then people will see it. That that would be good, too. yeah. Well, and if you guys know how to rate and review on Stitcher or Google Podcasts or TuneIn, please write to us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com and tell us uh, what we're missing there. And also, write and tell us anything else you'd like to tell us. We'd love to hear from you. Any comments or questions or fun stories or anything like that. Um, We also have Instagram at Show. You should follow along there because we're going to be doing a lot of stories on there coming up in this next month. Of November, that's where we're going to be documenting the 30-day eShop challenge. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to jump in on that. Also, follow our TikTok. We've gone semi-viral, semi-almost kind of sort of viral on a couple more posts. I don't think that's viral anymore. 1,200 is a lot of people. It's more (laughs) than I know. It means we passed it along a lot. It might not be a very successful virus, but it's out there. Okay. Now, that's TikTok at Mandarian Orange Show. We also, of course, have Facebook. So, please like our Facebook page. And, Joel, please join our group. We would love to have you guys in there. I actually got a picture, a little video, of the bird. The
1: bird! The creepy bird!
0: That I talk, we talked about last week. So, I'm going to put it in there just real quick. But you can see what we're talking about. This crazy bird that just keeps coming and Ghost pecking at the same spot. So, if you want to see our haunted bird, join the Facebook group. <laughs> Speaking of doing Facebook, we did do a couple of live streams. We had a busy weekend last weekend. So busy. We did two Facebook live streams. The first one was our Popbox Music one, the Popbox Presents, featuring Freezer Burn, which is Eric Kennedy's band. Eric Kennedy was a guest on the show a while back, so you guys are familiar with him. And it was really good. It went really well. They debuted the brand new, their first ever music video, which was cool. And we had a lot a good turnout to that one. Yeah. And then that was Saturday. And Then what did we do on Sunday?
1: We did a Mandarin Orange Show Live. A muscle.
0: Mandarin Orange Live. That's what it is. M-O-L. A mole. Correct. And who was our special guest on the Mandarin Orange Live?
1: Keith.
0: And how does everyone know who Keith is?
1: He's on Alex P. Keaton is my friend, a Family Ties podcast by yours truly.
0: Well, my truly.
1: That's what I meant. Yours
0: truly means you.
1: Well, we're one. Yeah, all right. Well,
0: it was really fun. We had a great turnout. A lot of friends from both Alex P. Keaton is my friend and the Mandarin Orange Show were there to cheer us on. And talk about it in the chat and stuff. So, if you guys want to watch those videos, the PopVox one will be on the PopVox Music Facebook page. The Mandarian Orange Show one is on the Mandarian Orange Show Facebook page.
1: And you will get them up on YouTube They'll be for up on YouTube. who don't have Facebook.
0: Yes. So, if you're listening to this and you don't have Facebook, you can watch it on there. Also, just a reminder, I talked about this last week, but I was a guest on a different podcast called Your Music Saved Us. Which is a music podcast, um, as you can probably tell from the name. I'm on episode 24. It's about the band Bloomsday. You listen to the episode, so give us an evaluation of like who's going to enjoy this.
1: People like you.
0: It is a very in-depth discussion about music, right?
1: I cannot believe how in-depth it was. <laughs>
0: But, I, I mean, I feel like at least he plays enough clips of the stuff so you can hear what we're talking about, right? Yeah, and
1: I love Bloomsday. Yeah,
0: so great band. Fun. I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's definitely, like, generally for a niche audience. But if you want to hear me talk some more and Who hear... Who
1: doesn't want to eh, hear you talk? I mean, I
0: feel like everyone does. You're then. just
1: so charming.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, you should go listen to it. They're They're nice guys, and it was fun that they let me be on their show, so... Check that out. And finally, as of this recording, we did this last time. We recorded on Luke's birthday eve. And tomorrow
1: is Audrey's
0: Audrey's birthday. birthday. And not only is it her birthday, it's a big milestone. She's turning 13.
1: She's going to be a teenager. Our
0: little baby. We're going to have
1: a teenager.
0: Our little baby. Little baby Audrey.
1: So, this time, 13 years ago, you were burning peppers and onions. Yeah. So much that our house was smoky as I was in the greatest pain of my life.
0: And I said I made a huge mistake.
1: That <laughs> smelled so bad.
0: Well, but I needed to have some food because I knew I was not going to be able to eat at the hospital. And one of the things we talked about was that, like, the dads don't really get taken care of. And so, you wanted to make sure I had some food. And you said, go get some food. Well, like, it's time, you know, so you can eat before it's time, and so...
1: I meant, like, a frozen meal.
0: Yeah, but we had these peppers that were in the fridge, and I knew they were going to go bad. So, I just tossed them in a pan with olive oil, and I cooked them up real quick. Well, first of all, I did the classic mistake of, well, I'll just turn it up higher so it'll cook faster, because I was in a hurry, and so then it burned. And also, even after that, when I did, I mean, you know, because I still ate them. I, I got them under control, but... Then I had, like, awesome pepper breath to be, like, right up in your face mm. for a childbirth. So you were
1: real appreciative of that as well. Yeah, it was real fun. But we made it through, played some settlers, and uh, went to the hospital.
0: Now, that was 13 years ago. That means now Audrey can watch PG-13 movies. Yes. Without supervision. Without parents. Parental guidance, you know,
1: which we probably still will.
0: Well, she doesn't really. She's like, I'm not going to watch them without you. <laughs> so,
1: but. and she's thought and Luke
0: can't watch them yet. And what else? What else do we determine that she can do now that she's thirteen? Play teen oh, games video that are games. rated T because she's a T now. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to. I'm like, Some of the games you play already are Metroid and Zelda ones. Some of those are. There's others. I mean, you definitely, like anything, like movies or whatever, there's a wide range within that. It's a guideline, but she is a T now.
1: It is, like, crazy, too, because, like, you know, she doesn't really qualify for the kids' meal anymore.
0: It depends on the restaurant.
1: We haven't been there in a couple years to a restaurant.
0: Any restaurant, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I feel like they should let him go a couple years yeah, longer. Yeah, we're gonna make up. Like since they, she wasn't in the kids' meal range.
0: I think that it's not going to be a problem. Although, no. Also, Audrey usually probably wants to just get a regular meal now anyway.
1: She does. She she has been out of the kid meal portion
0: for a while. Now, we haven't measured in a little bit, but you realize that she's like almost as tall as
1: you. I'm aware.
0: Maybe even she's caught up to you. I feel like we need to have you stand back to back
1: again. And her feet are, like, I have, like, huge feet, but her feet were almost the same size. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Which I means she's
1: going to get taller. bought her tennis shoes, and I, like, have to buy her a new pair, because her feet grow. It's, it's just amazing. She's not as tall as
0: me yet, but it could happen. Could. Your brothers are very tall.
1: My brothers are my very brother's tall. My brothers very tall. My mom is tall. My dad is tall.
0: Yeah, my dad's even a little taller than me. So, there's lots of tall people. We're going to yeah. be like the short ones. And
1: then you have your mom.
0: Well, my mom is very short, so. But Audrey's way <laughs> past my mom, though. <laughs> That's uh, That ship has sailed a long time. And my sister. <laughs> so, Yeah. Anyway, it's just crazy that she's growing up so big, and...
1: We're going to have some fun stuff planned. Yes,
0: we'll give you the full report of the actual celebration afterwards, because we don't want her to hear about it when I'm editing this. Yes. But it's going to be pretty great, and I can't wait. Yeah. As much as I, like, am blown away how old she's going to be, it is a lot of fun celebrating them, and I think she'll be pleased with her. Celebration. I agree. So that's the big news around here. I think we gotta we gotta plow forward because we gotta get to some celebrating. Yeah. Okay, up next we've got just a quick uh, reminder slash update on the 30 day eShop challenge.
1: Okay,
0: this is the final recording before we actually start our 30 day eShop challenge in November. Yeah. Just a quick reminder. Tell us what is the challenge this year for our, the month of November for all 30 days.
1: So Phil has bought a lot of games on the eShop.
0: Which is a download, like the digital thing the on years. the Switch.
1: And some, a lot of them he's never played. So he's going to find a game he's never played and play it every day in the month of November.
0: And a lot of them are like, I mean, because some of them are free downloads. Even like you say, bought a lot, but you know they'll have a deal where you know a certain publisher, if you buy one game, you get five free or something like that. And you know, it's like one
1: penny or
0: yeah. So there's a lot of these. I mean, there's going to be a few bigger games, but a lot of them are like super cheap and might even be bad. <laughs> they might be bad. Some of them might. Are be. you
1: gonna delete them if they're bad?
0: Well, again, I've been asked that question a few times, and the answer is it's not really necessary unless it's huge. Like, if it's bad and it's a large file size, I guess so, but most of the ones that are, like, super cheap are real small, and it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. Like, I've got room for it, so who cares?
1: But what about when you run out of room? Well,
0: then those are the ones I'll get rid of first. And you can always re-download them. Like, that's the way the eShop works. But regardless... I'm going to put out a list by the time uh, November 1st comes around. We'll have already gotten a list up on our Facebook group. That's where I'm going to put it for uh, – I'll put up a list of all the options for games. You guys can vote on them on there. And this is for download games we already have on there. You
1: can add to the list?
0: Well, you can suggest ones that I can add on there if you have you know specific eShop download games – It's going to be a little different. You're not going to see your Super Mario Brothers and your Donkey Kong on there. This is like a lot of small indie publishers. But I think it'll be fun to bring some light to some of these like rando games that a lot of people have never heard of before. Yeah. And some might be real bad, but sometimes there's gems in there. Yeah. What's your favorite game on the Switch? Mine? What's the game when we all play four <laughs> players that you insist on playing over and over and over again?
1: Um, my favorite game. Why can't I remember the name of it?
0: Watermelon Party?
1: Watermelon Party.
0: Janelle's obsessed with this game. Every I'm time, not
1: even good at it.
0: Every time she's got a queen for a day or any kind of <laughs> celebration. or she It's her turn to pick a game. That's what she picks. And it was seriously like 15 cents.
1: It's so fun, though. Right.
0: That's what I'm saying. So some of them are real gems. Even though it was, like, real cheaply made, it's a fun game, right? But there's definitely going to be some, uh, some turds in there as well. So we'll just have to see.
1: You'll have to give a turd or a fresh
0: rating scent. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We'll come up with a rating system. One way or another, it's going to be fun. So make sure you guys join us. We'll be documenting it on Instagram. We'll be voting on Instagram and on Facebook. You know, I always alternate back and forth. So that's going to be your primary way to be directly involved with those things.
1: Yay! During
0: November. So starting November 1st, keep your eyes open for it. It's going to be awesome. And up next, we got a listener mail.
1: You got mail. Yay, it's been so long.
0: It has been a few weeks. I wouldn't say so long, but <laughs> we did get an email and it through was through
1: our Facebook through Messenger. Through our Facebook
0: Messenger and it was someone that watched our video of the live stream.
1: Mhm.
0: It's from someone named Simon Kale and they said, "Can I learn more about your business?" <laughs> That's the email. So, yes. Um, and, I'll, you know, I'll just read um, what I wrote back to Samam Kale. And that way you can see, you know, this is what you I said to You
1: respond to um, all yeah, messages. Uh,
0: sometimes, you know, depending on what it is, I might write directly back to you. So I wrote back and I said, <laughs> yes, we are a podcast, a hilarious, heartfelt podcast. If humor <laughs> and pathos are your thing, then this is the show for you. Enjoy. So, What's
1: pathos? Cerebral fill coming at like, you. Like a
0: heartfelt, like sincere emotion. So it's not just about humor and lightheartedness. Sometimes there's actually real connection. Yeah. And we do have that sometimes. Sometimes we talk more <laughs> sometimes serious. Sometimes
1: we read a message from Simon Kalei.
0: Well, I just think, what if Simon Kalei really watched our video and wants to know more about our business? mm-hmm it's very possible and if Samam Kalay if you're out there please write back we'll <laughs> read more um, of your emails to us
1: <laughs> tell us about your tell business. us about your business Samam Kale.
0: because <laughs> this one is none of your business no just kidding it can be you can you can be a part of it by writing to us and if you other dear listeners would like to write to us you can be like Samam Kalay <laughs> and send us a message <laughs> to our Facebook group or a Facebook page rather or you can write to us at mandarin at gmail uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to write one single sentence and send it to us, you can do that like Samam Kalei did or you can write us you know complete set of thoughts and uh
1: oh no, and
0: you know tell us some ideas or ask questions, anything like that. But if you just want to know about our business, we're happy to hear from you as well. So just go ahead and write us that.
1: I got the giggles. <laughs> This is Phil's favorite. <laughs> I oh. love getting letters
0: from our fans, so thank you, Samam Kalay and we <laughs> hope to hear from you again and all of our other dear listeners as well or frequent whether you're a frequent writer in or a first time spam, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you in any way, shape, or form
1: <laughs> Oh no, this is like count your bones. <laughs> Oh gosh. Someone click. <laughs> First time, spoon. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're
0: going to be able to get together for the rest of this year? Do you think you can move on to the I rest? I
1: think I can. You really made me cackle, oh, though. God.
0: I'm really hoping Samon Clay wrote us back, back. I would love to hear it. It would
1: back. like, seriously make my life if Samon Clay wrote us back.
0: Because what if Samam Clay is just from, you know, maybe not a native English speaker, and so can you learn more about your business? More Maybe the better translation would be, like, tell me about your podcast. I'm intrigued, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: I think that's what it is. And, yeah, and I want to make sure that we are... Listening to Samam Kale and, and making sure that they know that yes, we are a podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean whatever way you get fans.
0: Well there you go. So please write to put us.
1: yourself out there.
0: And uh, we would love we would love nothing more than that. Well, you know what else we love to do.
1: What?
0: You love to cook with Vincent Price?
1: Cooking with Vincent Price. (laughs) And that we did.
0: We did another one, guys. Another Vincent Price cooking. Another recipe. What did we cook this week, Janelle?
1: So this week we went into Denmark, Scandinavia...
0: Well, yeah, they list it in the book as Scandinavia, which is like a region around the North Sea up in, uh, you know, above north of Europe. Mm -hmm. And so they call it Scandinavia like it's a region, and yet it's all just recipes from Denmark. It's
1: all Danish recipes.
0: So I think because that's probably just where they visited, you know. But anyway, yes, Denmark, tell us what did we make?
1: So after eliminating the huge amounts of fish or seafood... We came to an open-faced Danish sandwich.
0: There was really only one option. This was the only option. Because there weren't a lot of recipes in the first place. It was this very small section. Most of them had fish or other, like, entrails or alcohol or, you know, all the different categories Mm -hmm. we've eliminated before. All that was left was open-faced sandwich. And there was, like, five or six different types of them. And only one of them didn't involve some kind of a fish.
1: And uh, this one was it. And it was basically some bread, some butter, of course. Buttered
0: bread. Every recipe has had butter Um, so far.
1: Roast beef, bacon, fried onions. That's it. It was so good, It was so
0: good, yes. Very simply, I can just say the whole recipe. You butter the bread. Then you put, like, we got, like, fresh deli sliced roast beef. Yeah. Put that on there. Cook up some bacon, <laughs> you put slices of bacon on there, and then we use the bacon grease to cook Grilled like the onions. like slices of onions and like it was like a whole slice, you know, like a circle.
1: Like in and out style.
0: And then you put that onto the rest of it and then eat it just like that. It was so good. Oh my god. It was
1: like your favorite.
0: It was. It was my favorite thing we've had yet.
1: So but that's we did a recipe every week in October to celebrate the spooky season.
0: Now, I didn't do it just to celebrate the spooky season. I thought it was cool because it's Vincent Price. Well, we're but, not ending it. Well, you're making it. You keep saying, like, you don't want to do one next week.
1: Well, I think we're just going to have our hands full with 30 days.
0: Mm, I guess that's true.
1: And declutter December.
0: So you're saying we're not going to do it again at all?
1: No, no. I'm just saying I think we... We'll do it less frequently.
0: All right. So it might not be every week.
1: But we're still going to do it. All
0: right. Because we have, like, so many more countries to go through. We have to go go through through the
1: whole region.
0: I mean, England is up next. And let me tell you, I've looked through there. There's a lot of entrails. Ew.
1: There's a lot of
0: veal and... Pork, I mean, not what pork. What about their uh, desserts? Mutton? They are,
1: they're known for their desserts. There are
0: quite a few desserts in there, but a lot of the... That's the other thing with Denmark, too. There were a few desserts that looked good, but, like, they were full-on baking, like, hours and hours worth of baking yeah, process. Yeah,
1: that's a little complicated.
0: It's not that we couldn't do it, but just time-wise, like, we don't have time to do that right now. Yeah. Especially not on, like, a midweek.
1: So, it's not ending. I'm just saying with the holidays okay. coming up... It
0: and maybe a little more sporadic.
1: day, it's going to be less. Fruit.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine. That's good. because. But I know.
1: love it. I love our grocery store dates. I love looking over your shoulder and cooking.
0: I would say this last recipe is the first one where if I was to make it again, I would just do it exactly the same. Yeah. I wouldn't even modify Change it. Anything. It was actually just delicious like it was.
1: So, check out our TikTok. It's got four views.
0: I know. It's so weird. It's like every other <laughs> we'll one get hits. like
1: 1,200. Four and then, like, ten.
0: 910, yeah. Like, it just <laughs> alternates. It's weird. Well, I hope that you enjoyed cooking with Vincent Price throughout October, and we will bring him back periodically.
1: Tell us. You want us to bring him back. That's true. If even one person says we want it every week, we'll probably do it every week.
0: <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> I also would love to hear if anyone was going to actually make a recipe for Vincent yes. Price. I can send you the recipes. Yes. You know, so if anything sounds good, and if you want to know those, like, you know, herring and cod liver stew recipes or, you know, a a jellied uh, lamb shank, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, or or anything like that, I can send you those, too. Yeah. Although gross.
1: (laughs) But we want to hear about it.
0: We do. Okay. Moving right along. We did watch a movie this week that we're going to talk about real quick, and so we're going to do movie time.
1: Movie time. So Audrey has been learning about Helen Keller in her education.
0: Yes, also known as school. Yes.
1: Yes. She was interested in watching the play The Miracle Worker.
0: Well, they're they're actually performing the play like in, in parts yeah. in her class. And so we were like, oh, they made a movie of it. Let's watch the movie.
1: And we watched the 1979 version. Yes.
0: Which isn't the version I remembered. I didn't realize how I, many I don't different think versions seen there this were.
1: One. But it was so good. It was it, so like, good. It made me cry. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, Helen Keller is extremely, extremely inspirational already. And it was a really good movie rendition of the play. I mean, it definitely feels like it's a movie of a stage play, you Yeah, know? very much so. But it was excellently done. And the fun thing is, the older version that you and I were familiar with, that has Anne Bancroft as Annie Sullivan, the teacher... Patty Duke plays Helen Keller. And yeah. this one, years later, that one, by the way, won multiple Oscars. Yeah. Years later, Patty Duke, Duke now Andy plays Andy Sullivan. Sullivan. And Melissa Gilbert from Little House on the Prairie is Helen Keller. And they both are just amazing. And it's yeah. so well done. And then, of course, afterwards. It's Melissa
1: Gilbert? Yeah. What's her sister's name? Who's in Roseanne?
0: Sarah Gilbert?
1: Sarah Gilbert. That's her sister? Yeah, they're sisters. Are you sure? I'm almost positive they are. I
0: feel like you're making that up. Let's look it up. Prove it.
1: Are Melissa Gilbert... Sarah, yes, they're stepsisters. After Melissa Gilbert's parents got divorced when she was eight years old, her mother, Barbara Crane, married Harold Abelis, and the two had a daughter named Sarah.
0: Isn't that half-sisters then?
1: Yeah, not stepsisters.
0: I mean, you are on Answers.com. Unless
1: he, like, already, yeah. No, he they're, said that. They're, they're, yeah,
0: they're, they're half-sisters. Half-sisters. Answers.com shows what they know.
1: So, I knew they, and to me, I don't look at that kind of stuff. They're sisters. I agree. Step-sisters is, like, they're not... They, their families came together by marriage, but they right. actually, stepsisters are share like a Brady parents. Parents. Yes.
0: Yeah. It does make a little more sense that they, because I, I really don't think they look very similar, but there's less genetic and, you know.
1: I think they do, yeah. but whatever.
0: Well, regardless, that is interesting. I didn't know that. But she was great in this movie. And then, of course, afterwards, we watched a bunch of. You know, like a mini clips. documentary and some clips of actually of Helen Keller and Annie Sullivan.
1: Because you can do that on YouTube. YouTube. I don't know if you knew oh.
0: that. We sat there and watched several and I was just like bawling, like yes. dripping tears down onto the remote control. I'm like, okay, we got to we gotta watch something else. So we watched like a, I, mean, I don't know. she
1: learned to talk by feeling...
0: Yeah, The
1: teacher's face.
0: It's incredible. It's an amazing, amazing story. And she's very inspirational. And, and I'll tell you.
1: And things, like, she just moved things for the disabled. Like, they were treated like second-class citizens. And she paved the way for well, those rights.
0: Her parents' plan was to just put her in an institution yeah. where she'd be locked up in a room.
1: It's, it's so amazing.
0: Just, it is incredible. And... I mean, I would assume most people have probably learned about Helen Keller throughout history and stuff. But if it's been a while, you know, watch the movie. It's a great way to get into it.
1: Yeah. And we actually, um, in our every reading curriculum I've ever taught, have a story about Helen Keller. But So I think it's like, you know, pretty common in education. But... It was fun to look at it at a deeper level.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I always talk about how I cry at stuff a lot. But, I mean, it's not because it's sad. It's because it's just so beautiful. Like, the relationship that the teacher and that Annie Annie had with her, her teacher. And then, like, even later on, we saw clips of her later in life after, I Mm -hmm. believe, after Annie had passed away. And she had a new companion that was with Mm -hmm. her for a long time. And... Or that the, there was a whole thing where they actually demonstrated how she learned how to talk and how she yeah. could repeat the sounds and stuff, and it was just so beautiful. I was just, I it's overwhelming, and it, it's, it's so inspirational. Yeah, and that is pathos.
1: There you go. <laughs> you hit the pathos. There you go. Part of the show.
0: All right. Well, on from pathos into video games. Video
1: games!
0: We haven't talked video games in a little while, so we're going to do some catch-up here. Now, what about Nine Parchments? We've been playing through that. That's like our four-player fantasy action RPG game we've been doing.
1: I really hated that game when we started playing it, and now I actually really love it.
0: You have to just, like, get into it. You have to, learn how to do it, yeah.
1: Well, we had to, like, build up our...
0: You level up
1: levels, and I was, like, getting annoyed because we kept dying. But now we're
0: all powerful, and you've learned all your extra, like, powers and stuff. Yeah.
1: It's pretty great. And it's very, like, chaotic, and, like, everybody has to, like, yell at each other and stuff. Like, oh, I'm I'm dead. Come resurrect me and stuff. But it's now I enjoy it.
0: Good. We got the new Metroid game, which is Metroid Dread on Switch. Mm Mm-hmm. I have not even touched it yet, because, <laughs> Luke's but Luke it. beat it a hundred percent it. Like the first weekend, we got it. Basically, it was you know very much a veg weekend. Everyone just kind of hung out, and we went on like a walk and stuff. But other than that, Luke was on the game, and he beat the whole thing and hundred percent it. And I haven't played it yet. The reason being is I was finishing up Hollow Knight, which is sort of a Metroid type of game that was on Switch already. And this happens. Like, if you're into, like, one game and you get real good at it. You know, I'm further on in the game. I'm about to beat the end boss. You kind of get yourself familiar with the map. So, you know where you're going. You got the button controls down. You know the moves. And if I start another one that's similar and it's got different buttons, I'm going to, like, forget all about it. And then I'll never finish it. Mm. So, I was like, I got to finish this one first. So, I finished it now. I, I beat it. So
1: now you can...
0: Now I can move on to Metroid. It's different. Like, I can play Tetris and Metroid at the same time. But if it's two things that are real similar, it totally messes me up. I'm not... I can't, like, just multi-do it. I've got to, like, learn it. It takes a while for me to get into it. Yeah. Hollow Knight is great. I did not 100% it because it's very complicated. And there's, like, tons of DLC and some of it's really, really hard. I did all the main game stuff, but... There comes a point when I'm playing a video game, and it's, like, really hard, and I've, like, tried it, like, 30 times, and then I'll look it up and see, like, oh, my gosh, it's even harder than I realized, and then I see, like, the reward is just that, you know, you beat the DLC, but it doesn't really do anything for the main game, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't I'm supposed to be having fun. Right. If I'm not having fun, I should stop playing, and I got to that point in that one. Not that it's not fun. The whole game is amazing, but there's some, like, ultra-hard, super-mega-boss extra levels, and it's, like, I don't need to yeah. do that. I don't have to. There's enough time to do other things. Yeah. And then finally, well, not finally, second, penultimately, we got Gang Beast when that came out on the Switch, which is like a multiplayer brawler.
1: Yeah, but you're like fat gigolo jellies that just kind of blar blar around.
0: Yeah, it has real like wonky physics. It's kind <laughs> of like Human Fall Flat if you're familiar with that, but you got these little guys that run around and flop and you can kind you can each trigger controls one of their arms and it points out at funny ways and you can grab each other and drag each other around. It's, it's fun. Very silly. And we've been having a lot of fun with that. And
1: you can play online.
0: So yeah, I've been doing that. You and guys
1: have been doing pretty good online.
0: Yeah, we do okay. That's one that I, I first played with Josh, uh, our friend who did extra damage at one of the the twenty uh, four hour um, extra Life, like fundraiser things yeah. where they stream video games for 24 hours. Josh and Jesse of Extra Damage and had a lot of fun with that. That one and Duck Game. And those have been two that we've played a lot. So Yeah. Thanks,
1: guys. Yay.
0: And finally, I did read some more of Moby Dick on The Longing. It's been a while. We haven't done this update in a little bit. But for those that forgot, there is a game called The Longing. It's on the Switch and other platforms. It's a real, like, weird game. It's kind of like a anti-game. Like, it's more of an activity experience than a game. But one of the things it has in the game is they have full books. And one of the books is Moby Dick, which I've never read before. So I'm reading Moby Dick in a video game. And so now it's time to do fiction books within video games. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? like
1: it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction.
0: So, I read some more Moby Dick. It's very slow. He still hasn't, like, left out on the trip yet. Mm-hmm. But he went back to his hotel and had a really fascinating... as Ishmael. You know, the main story. Call me Ishmael. Yeah. He went back and he's hanging out with his, uh, his roommate, Queequeg, who, as you remember, I mean... There's definitely some antiquated words as far as how they describe him, but he's, uh, you know, from a a more primitive land, and um, he's like an idol worshipper, and he just Ishmael just came from a, you know, like I think it was, well, some sort of Protestant church. I think it might have been Presbyterian or something like that. But anyway, you know, he just came from that church service, and the observation he like observes how Quequeg. Is you know, he's, like, idol-worshipping, but he's, like, super kind to him. He actually, like, shares his money with him. And then he, like, just came from this, like, super judgmental, like, you know, service where the guy was, like, yelling and judging everybody. And he makes some really remarkable observations about, you know, religion and people who claim to be of a certain religion and behave much differently, give it lip service, you know? Mm -hmm. I will go into, like, intense detail, but I will just say... That if Herman Melville wrote it right now, it would be pertinent and definitely describe what we see on the internet right now. Right. It, I can't even believe how how much it was, how much it applied to how life is right now. Really remarkable. I'm really enjoying this book.
1: I know you are.
0: And it's on a video game. Fun. What are you reading? That's fiction. May well, I remind you, this is a fiction book section.
1: Well... I started reading Charlotte's Web with my class this week.
0: Yay!
1: We're already on chapter four.
0: Talk about pathos. That there is some genuine
1: emotion in that book. Well, today, like we had such a good discussion because it's at the beginning of the book and Wilbur gets sold to uh, um, Uncle Zuckerman, and um, he like escapes the pen. And at first, like, the, he's so excited to be free and, like, escape. And then, like, just the stress of being, like, out in the world and he's just a little baby just, like, became overwhelming to him. And they were able to kind of, like, bring him back in with some slop bucket. And, like, the goose was, like, making fun of him for, like, chickening out. But he's like, I feel better. I feel, like, safer here, you know. And just having that conversation, like, with the, the kids about, like, emotions and being, like, aware of your emotions and feelings and, like, knowing what you can handle. They're just very, like... After this whole pandemic, I find that my students just are better communicators about their emotions and feelings because they felt so many of those things and they're able to connect yeah. with Wilbur. So, it's just a such a good story, it's such a pathos story. <laughs> Did yes. I use it right? Yeah,
0: close enough. <laughs> Uh, Any of the other ones you've read others in your class recently? Yes. Um,
1: no, that's the main one. I love what we do is I have a really amazing principal that lets me do like a lot of novel studies. So we read three novels and I still hit the standards. Like we still do grammar and vocabulary and all that, but I'm able to kind of not just read a story a week. We get to, like, spend some time really getting deep in a novel, which is so important for kids to learn. So that's the fiction book I'm reading. And with Luke and Audrey, I'm reading Sideways Stories from Wayside School. I
0: love those books. Now, they've read that before. I read that with them, but they're just so funny. and They're
1: hilarious.
0: So I I think, again, at least especially our American listeners, have definitely read those books. But if you haven't... (laughs) It doesn't matter how old you are. They're, they're hilarious and brilliant. Sideways Stories from Wayside School. That's the first one in the series.
1: Well, it's funny because when I was in elementary school, I didn't really, like, understand why everybody liked it. I was a little slow, like, with my comprehension. And I didn't get it. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is some genius writing.
0: Oh, it is is next level for sure.
1: it was just a little above my.
0: You just needed someone to read it with you, though, and, like, talk to you about, like, the double meanings and stuff.
1: Well, and I tried. Like, I wanted to be the cool kid that had wayside stories. But because when did it come out?
0: Early 80s.
1: So like it was kind of like the new
0: yeah. Well, and the thing. later ones came out like
1: as we yeah. were
0: in the winter school, you know.
1: So I I really have been enjoying that too. And uh, I agree. Still reading Downton Abbey: The True Story. No,
0: no, this is a fiction section only. It's the
1: nonfiction based oh on
0: my the fiction. Gosh, I can't so believe I can it. Talk
1: about it here. No, I should finish it this. Is
0: how many times have we gone through this? There is a specific rule. The title of the segment is fiction books. No nonfiction allowed.
1: I didn't talk about nonfiction. Oh my
0: gosh! All right, the final one that I have to mention too. I just we've talked about this a great deal. I just finished the penultimate book in the mysterious Benedict Society series. Trenton Lee Stewart is you can't the author. Talk about
1: that. I haven't read them yet.
0: I'm not going to talk about it other than to say I'm reading the final one right now simultaneously with with Moby Dick. But it is, the this series is fantastic. It's seriously one of the best, like, modern books I've read. And I don't even just mean as, like, kid books. Like, they're beautiful. They're so funny. They're intriguing mysteries. But they're also just spectacular character studies. And it's just so good. I really highly, highly recommend it. This last one, like, they've all been great. The first one was, like, my favorite. But this, the fourth one, it rivals the first one. Like, it's even, it's really, really good. hmm I don't want to spoil anything for you. I won't tell anything about it. But I'll just say, like, it's fantastic. Yes. All right. That's Fiction Books. And you know what? That's the show. That's it. It's a quick one tonight, but uh, we've, we've got... Uh, is it
1: really that quick? It is. It's hmm.
0: quicker than all other ones we do, that's for sure.
1: Remember that one time we did like a 15-minute? Because mm. I had to go like watch The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, that that's almost impossible <laughs> anymore. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for the show. We do need to get going because it's Audrey's birthday tomorrow. We got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. We can't say out loud what it is, but trust us. We it's do. gonna be fun. Thank you, Janelle, for joining.
1: Of course.
0: Also, please don't forget to write to us at mandarian at gmail.com, or you can send us a message to our Facebook page, and we would love to hear from you. Um, and once again, thank you to Samam for writing, because it was a it was a treat.
1: So meaningful.
0: So be like Samam Kale and give us a give us a message there. <laughs> We would greatly appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't wait to hear back from someone. I know. Today. We're going to read that next time. D-
1: has he read it yet?
0: It does not show. It was delivered, but he hasn't read it yet. Oh, okay. You know, I it shows wait. the little thing there. I can't
1: so. wait. We'll have yeah. to check back and see if he read it.
0: All right. Well, we'll keep you guys posted. Well, I think that's going to do it. So, for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Janelle. And
0: we talk so you don't have to.